my computer is Hello. Hello and welcome to an all-new episode of Men and Women Talk, the Mars Venus Show. I am one of your hosts, Kente, all the way live from California. And this is episode number 165. And oh, wow. I am joined by my wonderful, beautiful, ultra talented co-host, the one and only Shannon. How are you doing, Shannon? Hi, light love, finally back in Florida. That's right, because the last two weeks you were in uh, Georgia, right? Yeah, yeah, and you were partially with this young lady that we're going to introduce pretty soon. Yes. So, yeah, pretty cool. All right, uh, and I just want to give a shout out to my, my father. Uh, today would, would have been his 89th birthday, so uh, birthday dad who's, uh, you know, who passed away in 2013. I uh, love you so much, Cecil Ferguson. All right. So um, let's introduce our special guest. And I, you know what? I'm going to hand the mic over to Shannon to do, give her the honor to do that. All right. Well, I met this disease written. No, <laughs> I met this beautiful, <laughs> lovely diva. Um, back in 2015 in Kente's writing group. And we have yes. been Ebony and I ever since. Um, yes. We hang out together. Hopefully we don't get COVID together, but we hang out <laughs> together. Um, <coughs> I need you to get it together. Um, also, I had, I also had the pleasure of meeting her too in person. Yes, game night. That was pretty awesome. We had a good time. So she's a writer, a resume connoisseur. She's a mother, a lover. (laughs) Stephanie, here up and get your butt in this chair. Her (laughs) head is down to her ankle, and at her earring, say she ain't nothing short of. he ain't nothing show of a ball. Oh, and FYI, her daddy fine and fine. Okay. You know what? <laughs> don't blow that man head up. Don't blow that man head up. He don't need no help. Oh, wow. wow. She's trying to go out with your daddy. <laughs> don't blow that man up. Oh, wow. Uh, no hey. is forever for Nikki's daddy. Shouts out to Michael Steptoe. But yeah, yeah, your daddy. He's in the top five of daddies that you get it. Oh, wow. I'm at that age. Yeah. And also, <laughs> um, I'll give you the pleasure of introducing our, our other guest. And this diva with all the brains, the IT hacking capabilities, and the tatas live on deck and in the great state of L. Washington. Houston's finest, the one and only, so, so sad. What up, girl? Hey, what's up? What's going on? Thank you for having me. Hey, welcome. Hey, Stephanie. Yes. Sorry, I'm late. Had a little technical difficulty. I couldn't find my laptop. 
Hey, <laughs> oh. man, it, it, sometimes it be that way. Sometimes it be that way. So, uh, so this time, where did you we find it? Under the bed. <laughs> you know, I'm, I might need to look under my bed. It might. I'm sure there's some stuff in there. That sounds like a very Tiffany situation. Yeah. Nope. No, thank you. Yeah. All right. So this topic tonight, uh, uh, give us a rundown, Shannon. Okay, so we are engagements, specifically as it relates to dating and mating and cohabitating, and this last season of Insecure, specifically episode eight. Um, a very short window in episode eight when they were sitting at the table of understanding about their relationship and how to write all those wrongs. And we have two different tables of a thought here, Tiffany and Stephanie, about how they feel about these rules of engagement. So I thought we'd sit mm-hmm. at this table of get vocal and get vocal about rules of engagement. <laughs> Awesome. So, how about that? What was that? Um, no, episode eight, Raquel, is a little recap. Um, there were 10 episodes in season four, and episode eight was that episode where um, Lawrence was sitting at the bar. He had popped a mint, but apparently it was too strong and it fell out of his mouth. And Issa came through the door and he was like, hey, she was like, hey. And then she went on the floor. <laughs> and everybody was like, ding. And he laid there while Moses parted. Wait a minute. You didn't wait a minute. Pharaoh came I've after this. this. I've done this. <laughs> you need a minute. And he the 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 Bokusa, she went over to check on him. Was like, "Are you okay?" And she was like, uh, "I'm good. Shut up, Linda. Go go back over there. Do your job." <laughs> Lawrence came and checked on her. And said, "You gonna need a minute?" She said, "Uh huh." She got up, but she didn't get up with her purse. And some other sisters bumped into it. Said, "Oh, be good, sister. Be blessed." I was like, "Oh, that's a whooping and a half." Anyway, she sat her butt down at the table, and he reminded her that she hadn't changed much. Based on that fall, where she landed on her face. And so they had a drink. She told him she had glowed up that her current drink of choice was not the one he ordered, but she could leave it on the table because he's going to drink that too. And then they had a conversation, and the drinks ended up being on the bar because they were like, since you busted your butt, we're going to go ahead and comp your drink for the night. And they left and went somewhere else, and then they had a whole bunch of conversations, but she ran into her old dude. The what is the it? TSA dude. They was getting ready to this meal, um, or they had had this meal already. And he's like, "You had them prong joints," and she was like, "I really don't know this dude." But Lawrence made sure that he realized that yeah, we had them prong joints and everything else on the menu. And he was like, "Oh yeah, how do you know Easter? Yeah, we used to smash." <laughs> Raquel, that's what I'm telling you. I'm not gonna tell you no more because you you need me in your life. You want me to tell you? I, I'm a storyteller. Um, but that's yeah, that's the short version. 
Okay. How do I do? How do I do, you ladies? Did I do okay? No, I didn't do okay. I could keep going. So, so we're talking about the yeah. rules of engagement when it comes to dating, and you're setting it to the backdrop of that TV show. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. No, to that episode. Okay. That conversation. All right. So, I mean, uh, some of us haven't seen the show, so uh, yeah, you I gave me... that whole thing. Uh, okay. So, huh? when you talking about the rules of engagement, you, said you don't. What? No, I said some of us haven't seen the show. I'm just saying when you talk about the rules of engagement. Okay. Are you saying like when you first when you first see somebody and did you want to date? Is that what we're talking about? Okay, so let me give you another short spill about what happened, and then we'll get to that story. Okay, so in the eight, right after all that happened, they sat down and had this deep conversation after she basically accused him of being sick because he had to tell her something, but he wouldn't tell her something. And he was like, yo, it's not that serious. Issa, chill out. And so they sat down, and he was like, you know, so I've been thinking about what would have happened if I would have stayed. Because five years into a relationship, she had cheated on him. And he didn't stay. Um, however, comma, caveat, I won't give all of those bloopers away because Stephanie's going to bring up why she got issues with Lawrence in the first place. Uh, <laughs> but Issa pretty much said, um, I wish you wouldn't have uh, given up on us. You know, <laughs> tell me more about right now. And so he went on this monologue about how you know he would see her getting up going to work she basically making it even though she hated her job and you know carrying the weight of her and him because she in love with her man but when you get into that funk and you don't want to be vulnerable and talk about the things that you got going on in your relationship and share that maybe you don't feel as adequate because you're not going to work to cash a check and make a check too um, that can always translate into something different, especially when somebody else in a relationship is effing up. So that's pretty much what they talked about. Um, they basically said the premise was no eggshell, but we know each other too well, so let's talk about everything at the table of understanding. Um, and anyway, it led into another conversation when he showed her his house and then he showed her his bedroom. But we'll get to that later. How about that? Okay. You caught up now, Kente? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, basically, in short, um, I'll start with you, Tiffany. What, um, from start to finish, in terms of what you saw in that relationship, what you know about relationships that you've encountered yourself, what were the highs or the lows of that and getting to that season eight is like, okay, this matters because. The reason why I say this conversation matters is based on a conversation they had prior when they blew up at each other and they were at each other's throats and they were calling each other names in media, mm-hmm. even whether it's fictitious media, like uh, television shows like Insecure or just social media. Black women and Black men are seen always doing this. And it's hardly ever respectful. Like you have people that'll go off on strangers 
on Facebook or curse each other out or you see the, the world star fights. We never get the adults. I'm going to sit down and treat you like I claim I care about you conversations. And I absolutely love that she made it absolutely necessary to write that into the show because we don't see that. Them saying, you don't have to have eggshells around me. We've known each other too long. Talk to me. I want to hear you. And I want you to hear me. So I was, I had a shout dance <laughs> because I get it's a show. I get it's comedy, but we don't see those healthy exchanges. Like shows exploit the unhealthy. They exploit the blowups, but they never get to the, hey, let's have a grown up conversation. Like we actually spent five years in a relationship together. I like the fact that they show the the reverse, not just a woman having to accept a philandering man. I like the fact that they show a woman cheating. And I like the fact that they showed a man saying, dang, maybe I contributed to this. Because it's always a stereotype that women have to accept the cheating and, and men are the cheaters, or that if a woman cheats, they can never come back from that. I like the fact that they had healthy conversations about how do you move on from infidelity without it being toxic and without you throwing it up in that person's face every two seconds. So I really, really like the fact that they flipped the stereotype in multiple ways. Okay. <laughs> and Raquel just said it took his friends to be real to him, thinking about his contribution to the break. I like that too. <laughs> Need you a real friend. Because he was like, no, no woman wants to see her man not make it. Sure. Even the fool makes it. I don't know why he's friends with that dude. That part. That part. I, I don't either. <laughs> so I get your side of the story too. I do appreciate it. However, there are always two sides to every story. Um, Stephanie paints a very different picture as it relates to the rules of engagement. So why does this story matter or not well, matter, Stephanie? I would say, okay, so Insecure, like you said, it, the, the whole premise of the show right now is really Lawrence and Issa, you know, they were together five years. You know, Lawrence was working <laughs> while he was working on his business. And Issa was being the stereotypical strong black woman. Like caring household, not feeling like a man. You know, she's not getting sex. She's not getting the birthday gift. She's not getting anything, at least for a year. And then she cheats. You know, and so I do, can, I can appreciate the fact that a woman stepping out, they usually don't show that on TV. Um, it's, you know, women cheat, men cheat. It's a real, like people cheat, you know. Um, it's it's a different dynamic that you don't see, but especially the way that black men are portrayed as, you know, philandering, you know, always just out there putting it where, you know, just 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 hitting it, baby. Um, now, so so for that part, I'm I'm with that. But see, Lawrence is a fuck boy. Okay, Lawrence. He has his, 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 like I was telling Shannon, we kind of had a pre conversation. 
Lawrence is a fuck boy. And the reason why I say that is because it took number one, it took his friends to actually show him where he was wrong. He he didn't really do his own self-reflection. Now, of course, there there's times where my family or friends probably pulled my coattail, but I mean, you knew you didn't have a job. Like you knew that, right? You knew she was paying all the bills. So you couldn't understand her frustration. You couldn't self-reflect that she may have been frustrated with the situation. I mean, I just felt like that was not not that didn't speak to him maturing. That speak spoke to him just like somebody told him, okay, you need to do what's right. So then I the conversation that they had after they, you know, after he cheated, after she cheated and he went out and got an STD and, and got trapped with these two white women that was fetishizing him. And, um, you know, after he spread it low and swung it wide uh-uh. and after he, you know, was with Condola, his her home girl, like awkward, like he, like, I just felt like, it just really like after all of that, after all that she Issa took from him, you got rid of her for one infraction because she did not fit your perfect mold of a woman. But you're not perfect because you didn't even have a job. What what bills were you paying? And whether a, and a conversation may needed to be had. But no pussy shall be given just because we had a conversation. See, that's the problem I had with it. Just because we had a, a conversation and we can't had a meeting of the minds, that does not mean that we need to have a meeting of the private parts. You know, I can get closure without fucking me. Put it on a t- No, you can't have real closure without sex, though. No. I appreciate that men are like 10 years behind women in terms of maturity. Okay, I appreciate that. Your boy's kind of pulling your coattail because his boys are at different places in their life. One of them is married, got a baby. The other one got married. Even the fuck boy, his friend that's the fuck boy then got married. So we have him married. Yeah, you you lagging behind, Lawrence. You didn't even have your you you didn't even have a decent apartment. In a decent neighborhood, you didn't have no furniture. Like, what? I just, I, I just get tired of seeing black women in situations or women in general just having to put up, just like take the scraps, just like take what's given. Like, why couldn't, why couldn't you, you expect me to take you back if you cheat? Why why would why don't I get afforded the same grace and opportunity when you were the one who didn't even have a job and I've been supporting you? Well, he had more time on his hands. So mm. okay, so this is a show you guys say I should watch. It seems like every black guy on the show ain't shit. Nobody on this is perfect. Everybody is flawed. And that's what that's the good part about it. Everybody has flaws. In this particular context, in this particular situation, I felt like if we were to think about this in more realistic terms, not in a show where we're writing for comedy, we're writing for dramatics, that situation is irritating because I screw up once and you throw me away. 
but you've been screwing up for the last year and I'm supposed to take your shit. Like how 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 is that like that, that don't that don't yeah. that doesn't no that's not how that's not, not how real life works. Oh man boy with the mental problem good guy hilarious. I love the fact that his actions coincided to his mind state at the time. Mm-hmm. He already didn't feel like crap. Mm-hmm. He already felt everything that you're saying, he felt that. Yeah. So it was easier for him to say, Oh, this is all your fault. This ain't even me. I'm good, it's you. And just be like, whatever. Yeah, but it, it shouldn't take you. It shouldn't have taken him getting a a year of being on your own. Then you go sleep with this girl who I end up actually being friends with. You still mad, and your boy still have to tell you that you're wrong. I don't want you if your friends got to tell you that you're wrong. Like, like, do you do you know that you are wrong sometimes? Like, sometimes. Like I just I the maturity is just not there. Lawrence is is a fuck boy. Now I mean Issa is not perfect. Issa has a problem with confrontation. You know, she 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 dances around issues, you know, she she's anxious, you know, she doesn't really get to the point sometimes, you know. Every character on here has their flaws. Like I see myself in Molly, you know, Molly is fucked up sometimes. So, you know, nobody's perfect. But in this context, it speaks to the men, men, their relationships are driven by their ego. And it's irritating. It's irritating because I got to, like you said, like, we finally get to the point to where I don't have to walk on eggshells. Eggshells, your ego. You know, it shouldn't take all of that. And it's just, it's, it's, I just was like, I hope she don't get back with him. I was so happy. He don't deserve it. He, don't deserve it. he does not because this girl got a good job. He has an amazing house. He making bank. Let him pay for some bank. Yeah, but you can find a job, dude, with an amazing house and an amazing bank that you didn't support for a year and then discard you after you made one mistake. It was a big mistake. But he made a mistake by not paying the rent. That's a real big mistake. I'm just saying it's a big that's a big mistake. When you don't have your money for the rent, it's a huge mistake. I agree, but you may, I mean that's not like a mistake you just overlook. No, no, you can't come if you don't have your money for the rent, you can't come back from that. Your shit gonna be out on the street. See, Issa better than me. His shit would have been on the street. We wouldn't have never even got to the face where I was cheating on him because his shit would have been outside. <laughs> If I got to pay all the, all the apartment belongs to me. If I'm paying all the rent, everything belongs to me. But he didn't, but he was not always that way, though. Yeah. I think the I difference in 90 days, he wasn't a homosexual. Like, they started off with years with mm-hmm. him paying bills and paying for dates and all of that. It wasn't like he, he was homeless, Johnny. And he didn't have nowhere to go, and he's selling her drink. What Issa gonna do when she find out he was wilding and caught an STD? I mean, she was wilding too. I think she lucky she Um, I don't think he gonna tell her that part. Oh, I think he gonna skip over the white girl and the threesome. He gonna skip over that part. Okay, he's skipping over all of this. And she gonna skip over the skinny dipping right. in the pool and the mile high club. But that's they not doing it. You know, 
I mean, people, people have to, like, like they say, to get a lot of you, you get on top of another. You know what I'm saying? So, man, listen, she's skipping over Jorge, too. Uh, I'm sorry, Alejandro. She's not going to tell about him. She's she not going to tell. You know, so I just feel like he, I just feel like he's not ready. That's all I'm saying. He's still, I can just, he's not ready. So, Okay, so when you talk about, I'm still trying to get the rules engagement part, Shannon. What does this guy do with rules engagement? Are you talking about engaging like issues in a relationship? Because, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, what are like the rules of engagement when you are, Shannon? Well, as it relates to this, I'm sure there are a lot of them. Um, I mean, I guess it depends on what side of the table you sit on, which is why I got oh, to If you're the, if you're the one that here. did the wrong versus the one that... Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So how do you engage somebody in your relationship when they when they effed up? Like, how do you engage it? Yeah, like, how do you, like, you know, how do you go about restoring and repairing the situation? Mm. Where do you with that person or not, you know, just and that's my point is just because we have a civil conversation doesn't mean that the next step is I'm in your bed, it doesn't mean that. But you miss them well every once in a while mm -mm. on Friday. No. On Friday. I mean, Lawrence ain't even fi that fine, like, I mean, he ain't he ain't baby. Let me chill out. Let me chill out. What That's you say? He, he, he got a pee in my head. What you say? I, I, I was thinking about this man first. I go to the Asian people for Lawrence. Have you heard Black his Lives Matter accent? man? He has this accent. Who? The no. Asian? <laughs> no, that is crazy. He does an American accent very well. Anyway. Weird. Yeah. Uh, next. Moving I'm on. Just, I'm just uh, saying, the Black Lives Matter. So, okay. So, have you guys ever been in a situation where you, your mate, screwed up and you had to have one of those uh, "we need to talk" moments? Oh um, yeah. Oh yes. So yeah. everyone has that. Every adult all has the time. Yeah. 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 We always got to deal with shit like that. Okay. So. <laughs> when you go into those moments, is is it to correct the behavior generally, or to say, you you know, put somebody on notice that you know, <laughs> you know, look, you didn't already use the two strikes, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the third strike is the, you know about to happen. So, is it generally just because you you know you want to just correct their behavior, or is it because you know you want to? Uh, or it depends correct people's behavior. What I'm trying to look at is your thinking process. Because I'm trying to see if you're crazy. You know, that if you can apologize, if you can say, you know what, I was wrong, you know, maybe maybe you just even shucking and jiving. But at least you know how to play the part. I can be like, okay, well, he ain't that crazy. 
But if you just defending some old crazy behavior that you I that shit too. like, I can't stand that. Like, I, I can't stand it either. I cannot stand that. So I'm looking for mental fitness because everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has problems. You just find a person that got problems that you're willing to deal with. So yeah, sure. understand the capacity, the depth of your issues. So if I can understand, okay, well, you can apologize. A lot of people, there's a lot of people that don't know how to stand. They don't know how to. They don't know how to apologize properly. You know, people that don't know how to reflect on. Okay, well, I hurt this person. It wasn't intentional, but the re- result was that I hurt this person. How do I, you know, fix this? You know. There's people that really don't understand that. Can you tell when you're being handled? Like, what I mean is, okay, you're upset with me, right? And then mm-hmm. you have the, I want, let's have a conversation. Uh, we need to talk moment, right? But there is a way, us guys, uh, we handle you guys. You know, we say what we need to say to mm-hmm. move on from that situation. Can you tell when you're being handled? Yes. Yeah. I mean, maybe not when I was 21, but at 41, yeah, yeah I know when the bullshit meter is, is going that part. That part. You know, you're right, baby. Uh, I'm going to do better. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're going to do better without me, though. <laughs> <laughs> when we become of age, that conversation, like, you don't even have to let them know. I know, I peep what you're doing. You just, I just, 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 black and delicious. <laughs> that glow up is real from across the street. The like, I like all this, all this coverage, like the point, like Issa and Lawrence are, I mean, the way that their characters are written are like 30 years old. Okay. That's, yeah, Issa is that's a whole different animal than like, where I'm at, which is 41. So, you know, I I don't need, I don't need closure. I just block you. And I don't block you no more. (laughs) (laughs) You're not that cold-blooded. I am here for that. I mean, I'm a savage, even though some people wouldn't say that that I am, but I mean, I just feel like, you know, it's just certain things when you get to your 40s, it's like certain things that you're just not going to deal with. Like, you're just not going to put up with. You've been through the ups and downs, the games, and you see it for what it is. And you're like, okay, I see you. Okay, block. Or how do you decipher between uh, game gamemanship and just I fucked up? Like that, that, It doesn't matter because, you know, it it really doesn't matter. Like it's part of it's part of the rules of engagement. It's like it doesn't matter. Like if I like my stepfather always used to tell me, it doesn't matter if you have proof that the person is not doing what they're supposed to do. If you feel like they're not trustworthy, that's that's that's, that's yeah, you. If you if your feeling is that you can't trust them, you need to move on. Mm. It is. It's interesting, though. Like, uh, and big shout out to Maurice Ball and uh, Aaron Goins, who just came into the Facebook chat. Um, um, 
you know, the, the, it's very interesting when you get into uh, these situations with women. Um, a lot of guys, they do this thing where they, they'll lie when they don't have to lie. You know what I mean? So, and it's like, oh, yeah. you know, actually, oh, yeah. you can, the truth is not as drastic as you think. You know? <laughs> it's not that serious. Yeah, like, you know, it's like you can. A lot of times, you can tell the truth. Like the part that you and, took. You know, you could tell the truth way more than most guys realize, and it, it's gonna be all good. So, but sometimes guys will lie. I, I mean, you know, I'm a man. You know, they'll lie when they don't have to, right? They'll they'll lie about the smallest little detail that really is insignificant. But but then once you get caught with the lie, then she starts questioning everything you say, you know? But then sometimes the truth does sound like a lie, though. Yeah. Okay, when's the last time you lied to a woman? And not your mom. Not your mom. A woman I've dated? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Uh, I don't know, maybe Today. a couple of years. <laughs> years ago. <laughs> yeah. I don't I have, I have, a, I have a disease. No, no, I have a disease. He lying right now. No, I have a disease. I tell Use the truth way too much, like to a fault. It's like a. It's, I should lie more, to be honest with you. No, the truth is I should lie. I should lie more. The truth is, I'm one of those people that I'm like. What's that Jim Carrey movie, Liar Liar, where you know he has to tell the truth, like. And that's gotten me in way more trouble than telling the truth. So, Kentai, I got a question. Sure. If you go on a date with somebody, okay. The date didn't go. It was okay, but you just didn't feel. You know, your dick didn't get hard. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. Truthful, <laughs> but you don't feel that sexual attraction. Okay. And then she takes you. It's like, hey, what's going on? Hey, what's up? You know, when we when, when we gonna hang out again? What's you gonna say? I'll say, you know, you're you know you're a good person, but I really didn't feel your connection. So maybe we should just you know be cool on each other. Mm. I've said that many times. I've had it said to me before. So mm-hmm. you know, I mean. I'm not going to keep dating someone because I feel bad that, I mean, I think I do more harm. I think I do more harm with that, you know, seeing someone that I'm not into, you know? So mm-hmm. um, have I have now when I was younger? Yeah. I, I probably lie about that, but not now. I feel mm-hmm. like at this age, I don't have to do that, you know? So yeah, I, yeah. I, I do tell, I'm very, I'm pretty, I'm very truthful. What if, what if she has a rebuttal? Okay, like what would it, okay, let's play. Uh, what's her rebuttal? Right. You know, I thought we had a really good time, and <laughs> you know, I'm so attracted to you, and I just really want to slob on your knob. Then I'd be like, You can slob on my knob, but don't expect anything more of that. Like, pouring on a cob. Like, uh, uh, slobbing on my knob is uh, because I, I imagine I was attracted to her, so so I probably wouldn't be against the knob slobbing, but uh. No. No. <laughs> that flopping. No. Honestly, okay. no, really, at this point, I don't I don't I don't really want that either. You know, I don't want to uh, your ghost women. 
Do I ever go swimming? No. Have I go no, swimming? Because when you repeat the question after somebody asks the question, that's that's no, you know what? I mean, have I do I go do it now? No. Have I did it in the past? Of course I have, yeah. You don't want you feel like you don't want to hurt their feelings or you just don't want to be bothered. What, when I have ghosted in the past, mm-hmm. I don't think I was just inconsiderate. Mm-hmm. I, I was done, so in my yeah. mind, it was done. No, I've never ghosted, never ghosted anyone after we had sex. Never, really? never. No, I'm I'm an empath. Like, I no, I'm very empathic. I'm uh-uh. very empathic. Like. I'm one of those people that I don't like to I don't like to hurt people. Like I'm talking about in general. Say they don't want to hurt a woman's feelings. That's why they ghost them. This is our TED talk. Ladies and gentlemen, can't take ghost. Okay. So whatever. Well, let me tell you, let me tell you about Shannon. Let me tell you about Shannon. I didn't hear from Kent for a whole year one time. What let me, okay, let me, so let me I'm not the only one. Let me tell you about Shannon. I go to Atlanta primarily to see my co-host, and she ignored me the whole time. So uh, so talking about ghosting, she did that. How are you going to ghost somebody in their face? <laughs> that's, not, that's not how ghosting works. I know. She invented a whole new thing. When I was at, I think I was at Tiffany, was that your house? Was it your house? Your house? Was it your house? Kim's house. You got side right? You got side yeah. this. Because you ain't paid My bad. It was Kim's house. I was at, and she wouldn't even let me play with the dog. And the dog was there. She wouldn't let Talk about No, no, no. The nigga's eyes were wide open. You're in arrears. Like, How much money I you cash, owe? I cash app. How much uh, money do you owe? <laughs> no, you don't. You are behind Look, on your I cash payments, app that dog bro. every week. So. You are behind on your payments. You ain't made a payment. Live since August of 2018. No, no. Y'all do but, the math. Seriously, though. Seriously, though. Um, I, I, um, I'm very empathic, right? So I don't I don't do things purposely to hurt people. Mm-hmm. Have I done things to hurt people before? It was n- never in- intentional, and that's totally intentional. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> you abandoned me. So uh, no, so I, I really don't do that. So I mean, I you can I'm sure I could have Life. look if I had Yelp reviews. They would be you would have I mean I had other crimes that I committed, but those weren't it. Mm. What were your other crimes? You know, the only person who would give you a rave review <laughs> is the possum because you ran. The possum. Funny. <laughs> that is hilarious. Uh, that? that's a uh, story into itself. Uh mm. no, no, like I was very I was I one thing was I w- was very into myself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so if uh, that was the probably my biggest thing. I'm gonna ask you this: 
You know, in terms of rules of engagement, if you, if you, let's say you meet a woman, mm-hmm. I don't know, it don't matter, online, in person, whatever. And she's like, well, you know, I want to go Dutch just so there's no obligation on either side. How do you feel about that? Um, okay. I'm old school. If I'm taking you out on a date, uh, I feel like I'm going to pay. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just what it is. There's no obligations. That's just how I feel. So, mm-hmm. I mean, unless you're Oprah Winfrey. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> so, no. But does the money that you spend increase anticipation? The you know, I don't. That's interesting. That's interesting. I mean, right? No, it doesn't. Uh, I I feel like look, man. I, I don't. I, I feel like I don't have to do those things to get laid. So mm-hmm. so no. I'm. I, what I do is I subscribe to the thing is when I go on dates, I do things that I enjoy. So it's never like, you know. I know some guys be like, they feel like, oh man, I didn't get, you know, I spent all this money trying to take out Tiffany, and then, you know, ultimately she didn't give me none. So, you know, like uh, I I blew all that money. I don't feel like that. I do what I want to do. That interests me. That is fun for me. So it's not it's not predicated on whether I'm going to get some or not. So I had a good time regardless. You know? mm-hmm. So I don't do a bunch of things that I wouldn't do normally. Mm-hmm. So you know what I mean. But uh, I hear but so yeah. but let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. So does the okay? Is there like a tier of like first date, second date, third date? So like we start with ice cream, then we go to coffee, you know, then we go to two, two for twenty at Applebee's. <laughs> And then we go to Mariano's happy hour. You know, then we go to Benihana. Like, you know what I mean? That's, like, that's a great, that's that's a great you question. You are making me hungry. That's a great <laughs> no, that's, that's a great question. Uh I think at some point there used to be like a tier, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say in the last 10 years, like I said, I my motto is to do what I want to do. So if it is go to like Shea Whitey's you know, then it's what I want to do anyway. So I don't attach, you know, sometimes you just want a, you know, a nice woman to go with you to a nice restaurant. She's want some company. Right. So I don't feel like I'm being cheated or anything like that. So, uh, but I, I think when I was younger, oh, definitely it was a tier system. It was, mm-hmm. it was. Oh, let me ask you uh, this. Do you increase the tiers or is it like expedited if it feels like you're going to get some action? I'm going to be real honest with you. I'm going to be real honest with you. I always, I always felt like a relationship is not real until you have sex. Like, that you guys are just... You're playing around until you have sex. Sex, sex means, sex means that you've... Uh, uh, I'm talking about that's how I always felt. Was like It's like, okay, you're just hanging out, you know, going out, whatever. But then once you have sex, then it's like Oh, okay. We in some. This is a real relationship. Um, I've amended that. I don't feel like that as much anymore. But that was definitely. It was like we playing around until we actually do it. It's like, oh, okay. Then we're actually. Yeah, so I, I, I used to feel like that. 
Like, so how did you feel about? So you didn't date people that said, "I'm gonna wait until marriage," or you know, I was sleeping. No, I know. I, I That's why stupid. he ghosted me, y'all. I was thinking because I, when when a woman would say that to me, then I would be like, "Oh yeah, watch." You know, that's not, you know, that's not how it's going to go down. But, um, you know, and sometimes, sometimes that's what she said, but that's not what happened. And then there were other times where, no, she was really trying to wait. <laughs> so, you know, like, so, but now I just take what I take what a woman says as the gospel. So, like, I give, I give a one, another example is, uh, you know, how you can be, you know, doing a little something, something with a woman that you haven't had sex yet with. And she might be like, oh, no, you know. And then, um, you know, you keep, you know, you just keep going and see what happens. And then it turns into a yes. Well, no, that's a not now. If you say, nah, then the, the party stops. You know what I'm saying? That, I don't care if, it, if, 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 if you say anything that starts with an end, then it stops. Damn. <laughs> I mean, that's. Cause you ain't because you get caught up like that, you know. Because some, you know, some of y'all, it's like if she say if she feel hesitant, then just back right, up. yeah. But you know, when I was so, younger, you know, when I was younger, how soon, I do that. how soon is too soon to have sex for you to think that the relationship will never be serious? Oh, great question. Uh, I don't ever, <laughs> I don't ever think it's too soon because the way I look at it is. A woman deciding to have sex with me is like a great idea on her part. It's so it's like, why wouldn't she? I'm so, head out. I'm so, head out. Like, of course, you want to have sex with me right away. I mean, duh. Like, so I don't think I never think it's too soon. Um, you know, but what I'm being honest, no, like, of course. Mind. Like maybe some other guys, <laughs> but maybe it makes total. It makes a hundred percent sense. Why wouldn't she? Yeah, it shows that she got some sense, right? Have you ever had sex with a woman and then she texts you later and was like, "Well, I regret having sex with you." <laughs> never, that, <laughs> never. Uh, and then she says, "I want to be celibate, but I still want to go out." I've I've had that. I, I've had that before. Where. Uh, so did you take it personally? Like, oh man, I turned this chick celibate. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't, I've never, I never thought about it like that. Like, I, I've had it happen like twice, where the, the girl was like super religious. She was saying how you know I, she kind of said the whole I want to wait, and then we did have sex, and then she she said that you know what, that's not how I'm trying to live my life. Blah 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 blah. So I didn't take it as that. I just taught, I took it as like Christian guilt. That you know, we'd be back in the bed at some point. Oh, of course, of course. Okay, I never had it where I never had it where, like, once you it's like Lay's potato chips, you know, it's like once you, you know, you got to keep going, right? So, once you open the bag, you got to keep eating, right? Right? So, and it's, it's just guilt, like, it's the guilt because you know, it's you know, they want to live that Christian lifestyle where they're not. You know, were they not out there like that? Especially if they think you're like the kind of guy to settle down with. Mm-hmm. So they want to show their best, their best self. Now that's the issue too. We got to talk about is, I did a show once about it was like a late night show, and the topic was women who sleep right away with assholes, but when they think the guy is 
like you know potential then they make him wait and have him jump through all these hoops and stuff and um I, you know like the the psychology behind that mm-hmm. so that's, that's how it goes yeah so my thing is so you're it's better to be deemed a guy that there's no future with because then you get the draws faster i mean it's 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 just about the mentality how you go into the situation see that's how i am like like okay how we go into the situation that i'm like a dude that way like i'm like a guy like how we approach the situation is how it's going to be right so if i go into it and you know it's a hit and quit and i'm just trying to hop on top of you and do my thing i'm not going to really put too much energy into getting to know you you know Mm. but when you find somebody you have potential with you really want to get to know that person because you know you kind of need to build a friendship a little bit it's not that you want to make him wait because i mean women are horny too but you are you know you know the rules of engagement you know the game Mm -hmm. you know so as much as we try to hold out to make you wait dudes are also you know, categorizing women based on how fast they sleep with you. I was about to say, we're trying to be in the wifey category. We ain't trying as to be. As much as you say, as much as you say, no, Kente, that is always the case. No, I agree with always. you. I know, I agree with you. I think <laughs> stupid. I mean, how are you going to judge somebody for sleeping with you? That's true, but that's how men are. <laughs> like, like, that's never been my mentality. I've, I've always saw uh, women who decided to sleep with me as smart women. Mm-hmm. Like why, I why would I judge a woman for sleeping with me? Like that's dumb. I get it, that's not how most men are. I know but it's stupid. It, it is incredibly stupid. stupid. I'm like, you know. of course, I'm you know. But I think it's a. I think sometimes guys, believe it or not, I think sometimes guys don't put a lot of. Um, they don't give themselves enough credit, or they don't give. It's like they, um, they a lot of times, believe it or not, guys don't don't cherish themselves, right? It's like uh, you you can't you shouldn't just give yourself to anybody or anything. And I think a lot of guys have a mentality of just you know racking up body counts, right? Right. That's the problem with the double standard. Men and are taught because they mama crazy. Men are not taught that. Men are taught that how you display your manhood is you go out there and you have conquest. And women are taught is how you show that your lady life is to sleep with as few people as possible. All the shit is weird because at the end of the day, if you're trying to go forth and multiply, giving <laughs> each gender opposing things, right? You're telling women to close your legs and be chaste and be ladylike, and you're telling men go sleep with everybody. That doesn't let's be let's be fair though. You want a guy who's experienced though. You want to gain experience with each other. If you got a dude that's used to, okay, let's say you, t- let's take a dude that watches porn okay. all the time. This dude ain't used to nothing but this. He ain't licking no, he ain't lipping no nipples. He ain't sucking on toes. He ain't doing no type of foreplay. He not doing that. He, he just this. So you can have a dude that thinks he's experienced and really he just used to humping like a rabbit. And no chick has ever cared about him enough to say, hey, listen, this does not feel good. This is not how you do this. Let's get some winding in these hips. 
Let's slow this down a bit. So what most dudes think is experience, it's not. It's not at all. You got zero experience. If you got zero experience or very little, I mean, that's not attractive, right? It depends. Some men, that's a turn on for some men, a woman that's inexperienced. No, no. I'm so From our end, we love, we want to, we want to plant our flag. We want to, we want that lump of clay that we can mold into our thing, you know? So, but I'm saying for women though. But if he's not experienced, they're, they're never going to be experienced with you. Nobody's experienced in how to please you until they, have sex you. with you. But then you <laughs> want us to have a good base to jump off of, though. It don't matter. You can teach them that. Oh, man. I don't, I don't see Steph as a teacher. I think you have to have conversation. You have to understand the way they think. Because I find that men that are more ego-driven tend to be more like they're less of the pleaser in bed. Okay. Yeah. Men that are more accepting of women having needs you know wanting sex like women want sex just as much as men women you know you know have desires these men that are more uh, you know into that kind of thing tend to be more receptive to you know you know so you got to beat it up quick and then you got the guys that are sensual and passionate wait a minute there's men out there oh and you can talk to a man and figure that out Wait a minute, there's men out there who've been officially coached by Tiffany and Stephanie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was great. Hey, <laughs> you guys are out there. Um, no, just playing. <laughs> I, I coached Greg a couple of weeks ago. I mean, hey, now. Hilarious. Uh, it's like, yeah, yeah me, coach. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, man, that's funny, man. Yeah, there's people out there like, yeah, man. He's ready to sign up for the course number two. Aaron said, put me in the game, coach. Hilarious. That's funny. That's funny. Do you do you do like ESPN? Like you show back and you're like, you're like, okay, see this see right here? You could have done more. Yeah, That's like Madden. Yeah, Madden. You know, you're like he's the telestrator. That's yeah. hilarious. Oh man! I can be, you know, sometimes you have to be like a drill sergeant. Hmm. Yeah, I ain't mad at that. Oh. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. Uh, so. All right. Um. Uh. Shannon. We know you're wholesome adjacent. What? So. You, are you? How much is sex a part of what you're looking for? And don't say zero. It can never be zero. Come on. <laughs> 7.7%. So you're not looking for a wholesome adjacent guy. Oh, my God. I mean, I need his tongue to be wholesome adjacent. Oh, all the- oh, my, oh my goodness. That's a whole other uh-huh. are you like, uh Are you, like, waiting to, you know, wedding night? Or are you going to? Open the gifts. Are you gonna open the gifts before Christmas? Mind your business. No, she's not. <laughs> My business that pays you twenty twenty is doing a lot of things. My girl. Uh, and, and big shout out to Kara in the chat room. 
Uh, actually, let's do a chat a shout out. I, I'll do the uh, Facebook. We got man, we got a lot of people up in here, uh, and we got Kira, uh, Robert is the, in there as well. Anna, Aaron, uh, who's in here now as well, and Danny is in there. Um, and then on the vocal side of the game, we got my homeboy Carlos Phoenix checking out. Uh, he used to stream every day. What's up, man? We gotta get you back out there. I love doing this show, Shannon. You should do a show as well. It's a lot of fun. We got Big Ryan, who me and Ryan is gonna do something. Uh, actually, I, what I'm gonna do with Ryan is he's always talking about CMOS, and what I'm gonna do is on one of his on one we're gonna do a stream together where he'll talk about CMOS while I actually prepare it. Show you guys how to prepare it. So uh, we're we're gonna do that sometime soon. Um, and we have Anna. A big shout out to Anna. We got Dre. I want to. Me and Dre got to do something as well. Uh, um, uh, Nelson, what's up, Nelson? Uh, we got uh, Aaron, and you know, Aaron, we got to chop it up, man. It's been too long. Hopefully, everything's good. Jamarcus, what's up, Jamarcus? D is in the house over there in Phoenix. I know it's hot as hell there. Uh, we got Luke. What's up, big Luke? Maya. Uh, and we have Danny Redwine, who was our guest last week. So, uh, check out Danny Redwine as well. Uh, one of the funniest ladies out there, you know. So, uh, Danny, Danny, without even trying to be funny, cracks me up. So, you know, so Danny is awesome. And uh, and we are. Uh, oh, and somebody else just came in. Oh, Ken, uh, life coach Ken. What's up? Like, uh, I know him from the Blab days. We used to chop it up all the time. Uh, Ken, and we have two lovely ladies here. We have Tiffany, who is, uh, you know, these are two of my favorite um, accent ladies. Y'all have, uh, I love you guys' accents. Y'all have like the best accent. I don't have no accent. You totally have an accent, young lady. Uh, I think, uh, I think it was one of those quizzes where they said, "Who has your favorite accent?" And you were, you were, uh, you had were on my list. So you have a. But I ain't got no accent, Charlotte. What are we talking about? You know, um, yeah, okay, right. <laughs> and Stephanie too, who has a, um, she has an accent, um, a Texas accent, but not like, a, uh, not the most intense Texas accent. Is that a good way of putting it? You know, so yeah. So I, I wonder how, when now you're in uh, Seattle, how are people liking uh, liking you in Seattle? How are people? Like yeah, it? yeah, like uh, I'm talking about, like the people that you, you know, you come across now and all that. Are you? I, are you, are you I mean, we're still in a pandemic. Uh -huh. Well, I mean, <laughs> you work though. I mean, I work from home. Oh shit! I didn't, I didn't know that. My yeah. Oh, okay, that's great. Yes, and uh, but I, I get on the Teams meetings with my coworkers and whatnot. I actually, I actually met some of them when I did my interview. Not all of them. Okay. Um, you know, I have put myself out there on the online dating portals. <laughs> Let's talk about that. The rules, <laughs> rules of engagement. <laughs> rules of engagement. Me there. too. Me too. On the online dating. Let me. Okay. I'm off the market. So okay. <laughs> so uh, years years ago, on this show. We did a uh, online dating show, and I made a um, Tinder profile, and uh, I never used it. I just did it on I hate Tinder. <laughs> I, never used it. I absolutely hated Tinder. Right, it's but we did it like as a thing to show, like how how to make it. Right. So, 
when it's time to do your profile, you know, and I write for a living and I'll be honest with you, everything that I would try to write for a profile sounded corny as hell. Like every single thing. It's just like, I, you know, I try to be like, you know, I'm going to be, I'm going to, and I try to look at other guys profiles to get an idea of what people do. Cause I had never done it before. And they sounded corny as hell. I'm like, when this, this works. Like, you know, so first of all, as two ladies who've been on, you guys been on dating apps, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, what, what do you look like? <laughs> how much do you put into the profile? Not much at all. It takes me about good 20 minutes. So you know, I don't, read I don't, I don't, I don't, okay. A lot of time, I don't really study, I mean, study that hard, but I do look for words spelled correctly. Mm. Um, <laughs> like coherent. <laughs> situation like i can understand what you're saying mm-hmm. um i do look at the job like i don't i don't do truck drivers i don't do military <laughs> i don't do warehouse workers baby police officers police <laughs> military oh wow but yeah police military and truck drivers then the main ones like uh-uh, no oh, Heavenly. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. He's like, what if he's like, I'll quit the force just to date you. <laughs> I just be married and just 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 be I, I, I always have a fear that I'm gonna get killed by a police officer. Like I'm in a relationship one, I'm gonna get killed, and then his partner's gonna cover it up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's gonna happen. Yeah, like, I'm gonna get, do it. Like, I can't call a police report if he beat me up. You know what I'm saying? Like they gonna right. like the police. They got too much power. I really think you probably gonna be beating him up, Stephanie, but you know. Yeah. Well I've never put my hands on a man. I'm a lover, not a fighter. I agree. I believe that, Stephanie. 100%. I don't I think mean, you need to real, real, real player, though, ago, you, don't, you don't you don't need to use violence. Right. right. <laughs> what um, about you, Shannon? You're a writer. Do you um do you put a lot of emphasis on the prof- what he writes in his profile? No, I think the last profile I did, I was fully clothed, unless you clicked on the extra links where you can look at other pictures. But you know, it just <laughs> you know what's show funny. up. Y'all want to hear what's funny. About uh-huh. I have Facebook friends today with the pictures a person tried to use to catfish me with in 2012. <laughs> oh, wow. I am Facebook friends with him. I mean, not Facebook. Instagram friends with him right now. I sent him a message. I said, "Bruh, this don't sound so crazy." I cause he's some type of media personality and an actor. So I don't. I never knew who this dude was, but I knew it was a catfish. So I sent him the pictures and the messages this dude sent me. He said, "Bruh, you will not." He sent back a message saying that he had a whole page dedicated to his fake pages and out them on Instagram. That shit wow. had me crying. Wow. And that's how we bonded. And we are Instagram friends to this day. That's hilarious. Thank you, Thank you Lucas. Yeah. I'm fine. I, I, I had my picture stolen before. All right. Mm-hmm. Dang. So I just feel like ain't nobody going to steal my picture because in all of them, I look like this. <laughs> <laughs> ain't nobody going to 
nobody feeling his facial expression. Ain't nobody dealing with his RBF. I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, so uh all right, so let me ask this question because I know um Shannon is a Cyrano de Bergerac over there. Could you ladies, if a guy, you know, who's a, you know, a moderately handsome guy who has a nice job, who maybe is not adept to, to having a footprint on dating sites, do you feel like ladies, you could actually help your homeboy um, do a profile that would be well received on there based on your own knowledge that you're looking for? Yeah, because dudes always take their pictures at the wrong angle. Mm. They always, okay, the picture either down here or way up here. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then all you up. Straight on. On a, on a background. And, uh, you know, yep. you don't have blank black, but you just take it straight on and don't have a sun sitting behind you. Like, mm -hmm. and that's and then, like older guys, they always take their pictures like way up here, like old people. <laughs> we should do that. We should get like a single dude on the show to uh, do a um, profile and then have a profile makeover. Yeah, we should do that. Like, yeah, uh, Ryan helped me with my Tinder profile. Ryan in the chat, he told me to take all my information out of my profile, like all the text. So that dudes would be intrigued and then ask me questions. And no sooner did I did that, the next day I met somebody very interesting. Now the shit ain't worked since, but it did work for that time. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. We, we you know we got to find a dude who wants wants that makeover. That'll be fun. To mm -hmm. that. And then uh, we'll go. We'll even have it up. We'll have his profile up on the. Uh, on the screen, and then we'll all you be having resting bitch face too, because you be looking at him, you be like, he beat the shit out of me, like, mm, like he look. My great. boyfriend definitely he has RBF. My boyfriend looks angry in ninety percent of his pictures, and I'm like, can you smile? Can you show a tooth? Just mm -hmm. one. <laughs> Just, no, all I see is flared nostrils and lips. Right, it's like, no. it's like he might beat the hell out of me. I'm willing to test it, but I don't know. <laughs> okay, so don't, that, look mean, don't look mean on your your profile. Yeah, don't look mean. Take it straight on. Mm -hmm. Take it straight on. Um, don't don't take your picture in your work uniform. Mm. Oh my god! Please, Houston, please don't. Coming from Houston, a lot of dudes working oil and gas and truck drivers. They be in their work uniform. I'm like, don't take your picture in your truck. And if you trying to date a black girl, don't have a white woman in the picture that you because <laughs> that that throws me off. Nice. And I try to crop the white girl out because I haven't seen that little sprig of blonde half line. In the <laughs> My favorite. Take pictures of you doing the shit you like. Like if you like 5Ks, take a picture of you at a 5K. If you like eating out, take a picture of you eating food. Like take pictures of you doing some fun shit and not working or in your living room. Mm -hmm. mm, okay. And then don't. If, and then okay. So if you're looking for a real relationship, because some men not, they just looking to fuck. Okay. Like I don't want to see like that. Like don't take it the picture where like it's just that V print now and then like you see that pelvic area, but, but not that V print. The dick root. 
the, 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 the pelvic area, like D'Angelo in that video where he had his pelvic area all chiseled. Yeah, they call it the dick root. And do not take a picture, as a man, do not take a picture in a bubble bath. Do not do that. Yeah, that looks kind of suspect. Yeah. But a rubber ducky. <laughs> yeah. That's suspect. I hear looking like you looking for you looking for Tyrone instead of Tiffany. Don't do that, bro. Because uh, I have a don't do that. Uh, Aaron has a question. He says, "Should people on dating sites, uh, should people be on dating sites not looking to have sex?" Yeah, it's a dating site, not an escort site. It's a dating site. That part. Dating can get all of that later. Dating can mean a lot of things. But I feel like most of us guys are looking to have sex but then that's not true but i said most of us like not everybody um, i don't even think it's most really you think so i, I don't mean, all men are down the fuck it's just how long they willing to wait for it right and then and then what happens is it's like you know what tiffany's cool i like her you know <laughs> her grits are pretty good and not runny you know uh she's oh, <laughs> oh, i'm not cooking for you though so you're not cooking Mm-mm. Oh. Not even, not even a bowl of cereal. Mm-mm. Not even toast. You better get your own almond milk. <laughs> wow. Oh man. What about once we're married? Married? Yeah. I make your baby. You got these yummy eggs for breakfast. And- <laughs> oh man. Oh. I don't <laughs> How you like your eggs? What if he cooks you though? What if he has you over and he makes you a dinner? That's cool. I love a man that knows how to cook. But but you wouldn't uh, return the favor after yes. that? Probably not. Oh, wow. wow but that's like a thing you should, like, what about we're engaged? No, we're I mean, engaged we're engaged. What, the like, the we're going to get married. Passion? Okay. Why? I, I gotta know good. what the grits taste like. Mm. Why? I, well, you better go to. Um, no, no, I gotta know what my lady's grits taste like. If you can read, you can cook. Oh, you better get in oh, your lady's gosh. grits. Y'all, oh man. Okay, I'm gonna show y'all this picture of a man that I saw in a bubble bath. I'm gonna show y'all this picture. This is like this this week. <laughs> I just stopped coughing. <laughs> Oh man, this ain't even cheeks. I thought this was gonna be cheeks. This is a whole nother dude. Uh, Damn. Man. If I gotta guess your sexual orientation, oh, you took the wrong pictures. Did he say true love? Yeah, 37? That's suspect. <laughs> Let me. Oh, you. bless his heart. <laughs> no, bless it. Good night. It should be used to treat eczema. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. Oh absolutely. <laughs> Nelson, you stupid. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah, so no, uh, guys, delete those bubble bath pictures, please. Hilarious. Why are we doing this? Oh man. I think it's hard. And people take like people have pictures of themselves, like do like anybody, dudes or women, of themselves and their kids on the dating site. I think that's cringy. I think so too. Yeah, I've never put my kids on the dating. I'm like, why would you? I mean, just say I have 
two kids. I have children. I have children. I that I have kids. I believe you. Yeah. Right. But it's funny to the point where you said that you took all the text off. I put, I have kids. You put the basics about yourself and then you get, how tall are you? Do you have kids? Nigga, do you English? I just said, I have kids. They don't men have just right. look at the pictures and swipe right. That's how they do. None of the words. They don't read none of They want to know how tall you are, <laughs> what your booty look like. like. You got some big titties. Uh yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> like, it's like it's like pulling uh, teeth. Pulling Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they say yeah. Facebook has a dating uh, thing now. Yeah, I found out that it's actually like in uh, proof of concept right now because everybody doesn't have access to it because I don't. I, it's not on my Facebook, but a lot of my friends have it. And my friend actually met a decent guy on there, and then she also met a man who was a gigolo. Mm. <laughs> who also posted a picture of him in a bathtub. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm good. That is all I, the coronavirus. I just can't. Mm. Wow. I just feel like you don't get proxy A's if you were gigolo. And I don't have time. She said, I think he wants he wants to pay me for sex. And I looked at the profile. I said, no, ma'am, he wants you to pay him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the money goes the right. other way. No, right. you paying him for his services. Hey, I'll take some of these copper coins that you make. <laughs> Would you, uh, what do you think about a guy who admits that he's, uh, you know, paid for some? Did he would pay for some? Yeah, that he, he's had paid for sex in the past. You look down on it? He did have paid for sex in some way or other. I mean, like, he, he picked up a hoe off the corner. That kind of. How recent? Like last week? Mm, two years. See, I don't have a problem with people engaging in consensual sex for money. I really don't have a problem with sex work. However, I don't want to be in a relationship with someone who engages in that in a regular basis just because I value my health. That's that's yeah. my issue. That part. It's not a judgment thing. It's just I need to protect myself. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. What about you, right. Tiffany? Would you... Uh... Uh... I can't say that'll be a bit much for me because I have some exes that have some sordid stories. I feel like as long as you're honest and as long as you can prove to me that you don't have any type of STD or STI, I'm I'm good with honesty. Mm-hmm. Are you okay with that? But I think I'm like step in the regard that if this is your normal way to engage in women, to me, that's off. Like you just can't meet a woman and have a normal conversation if you're such a recluse that you have to pay someone to spend time with you, then I think it's something wrong with you. Mm. What about uh, strip clubs? Are you guys okay? Uh, in Atlanta, strip clubs are almost like that's part of life, a part of culture. Like women frequent strip clubs as much as, if not more than, men. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm like. Uh, Unicorn here because I've never been to a strip club and I don't have a desire to go to one. Yeah, but I don't. 
I dated dudes that went to the strip club a lot. <laughs> yeah, Atlanta, it is part of their. I didn't care. Part of their culture. Um, I mean, so you could date, so you still could date a guy that that, that uh, goes to strip clubs all the time. Not all the time. Like we we in our thirties, bro. Calm down. Like you should not be that excited to see naked women. You've seen plenty. Chill out. <laughs> Men always want what they can't have, though. That part. Look. Mm, I don't know. I mean, yeah, you're right. I agree. I, I think you want to. I mean, but not to to bring it too deep. I feel like when you go into places like that, when you go into sex clubs and sex shops—not sex shops, but the the trapeze and the Pandora's box and the strip clubs—it's a different type of spirit and environment in that that I don't want you to bring back home to me. Yeah. So for the type of household that I want, I don't want somebody that frequents those types of places. Like you can have had that in your life and got that out your system, but if this is your life currently, it's not for me. If if you've been in a long-term relationship that ended, you guys been in long-term relationships that ended, right? Is there something that someone should do to purge whatever leftover residue that might be around? Like, uh, do you feel like they should take some time in between? Do you feel like, uh, you know, uh, do you feel like they should just jump back on the horse? Do they, should they, should they put some sage, burn some sage over their vagina or their penis? Or, <laughs> like, what do you, what do you think if you've gotten, you know, you've broken up in a long-term relationship and then now you, you know, you want to eventually go <laughs> to something else. Like, what do you think you should do to get right for the next, you know, potential relationship? Yeah. Take a break. Yeah. You got to be able to heal yourself. You got to be able to disengage, um, do some checks and balances, air that hang out. I know some people who burn their bed sheets in oh, between relationships. And that's what that. If that's what you want to do. Yeah, Sage. I mean, I can talk to a man online. I think I was telling Shannon about this. He just broke up with a woman six weeks ago. They were living together. That is not really the lane I'm trying to be in because number one, you're just horny. Number two, you still you haven't even had time to reflect on how you contributed to the demise of the relationship. Because you try to push yeah, and move out. So you ain't even had time to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> and then add, layer, in, add layer in the Rona situation. So you can't even get out like that and hump on somebody. So it's like, no, nah, bro. Oh. Uh, Aaron has a good one. He says that you're a different person. Learn about the new person you are. Get to love that new person. So they're talking about after a relationship. Yes. He went from saying I love strippers to some deep shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he must be That's what I'm talking about. He got that shit from a deep ass stripper. I'm, I'm cool with it. <laughs> I, agree, I agree. I I I do feel kind of weird if I meet someone and they just got a relationship, especially a long term relationship. I'd be like, I don't know, you know. But see, I never really tell men like when I got out of my last relationship, I kind of just like glaze over it. I never really say it. 
Mm. <laughs> that dishonest? Mm. No, nah, not really, because if they don't ask, you know. I've been single for a little while. Mm. And they just be looking at your eyes. I just like to be kind of a little bit coy about it, you know. Nah. Nah. And if they don't ask follow-up questions, that's on them. If they okay. If they don't ask follow-up questions, that's on them. So yeah, if they don't. Because yeah. like if a man says, Well, I haven't had sex in a while, okay. For a man, that could be like two days. That could be like two weeks. For a woman, that could be like two years. Like, you know. I mean, you quantify, please. Would you be put off if the answer is I haven't had sex in multiple years? I would want to know why. If you're not trying to be, if you're not, if he says, "Well, I'm, I'm, I'm celibate. I'm going on a spiritual journey." Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. Well, how far are you in your journey? How many more years you got to go? <laughs> <laughs> Or, or he could say, well, I have a micro penis and women are put off by me. I mean, it could be anything. Who knows? I got a surgery, my God. What we doing? I mean, I, I, maybe he could say, well, you know, I was living somewhere where I was living in Idaho and I like black women. Ain't no black women there. You know, like, I don't know. What's your reaction to the micro penis? Well, we got to have a conversation. He's like, I have micro penis and. Women are put off by it. What, 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 what's your next thing? I would just be like, well, do you have do you have any other endearing qualities? Like, do you have you got good credit? Are you nice? Are you nice? He's like, uh, I'm 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 seven hundred. Do you know how to cook? I mean, you could be the lemon pepper wing guy. Who knows? That's hilarious. Oh my goodness! How many? How many? Okay, so you have a micro penis, right? How many great qualities do you gotta have over to make up for the micro penis? All of them. Oh, All of wait, them. Wait, wait, wait. My for every inch. Stop. You need money. money. For every and he can cook in money. And he can work his tongue in money. And he got a great job in money. And money. On a sexual level, because you can't even get it in because it ain't enough. Like, we're gonna have to have some surgery. 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 I gotta be good enough to get care credit. The surgery for the credit for plastic surgery so he can get the penis implant. Oh, wow. Wow. I mean, have you those? Or he gotta make me fuck his homeboy. That's it. Oh, wow. So he has, oh. to, he has to have a stand-in. Oh, yeah. He can watch. Oh, my. Oh, wow. Thank you. Yeah, he can be a cup so, so you need, you need you in August, Ooh, Alvina. The shade, honey. Shade. I'm going to head out. You know what? You know what? Let's talk about that, but let's let's end the show and then we'll talk about that. Um, first, let's start off with uh, with you, Tiffany. Uh, how can we get you in social media? I am Sherelle Writes on Facebook and on Instagram and on uh, I'm Sherelle Icon, but I'm changing it on YouTube as well. But I haven't posted a video, so <laughs> we just. And I haven't posted a video yet. So Sherelle writes on Instagram and Sherelle writes on Facebook. 
You can catch me in these internet streets. And uh, <laughs> and the Tinder account is now inactive. It is inactive. I am off the market. All right. Eight Congratulations. Congratulations. Good, good. Stephanie, how can people get you in social media? First of all, I'm on the market. Okay. <laughs> 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 but you can follow me on Instagram at so so Steph underscore. Um, that's it. Because if you try to find me on Facebook, I'm not going to accept you because I don't know you in real life. So, all right. And um, also, you know, you ladies are a joy to always talk to. So we got to do this again. Uh, this is so much fun. Yes. Yes. Um, and then Shannon went mute. So we got to wait till she, oh, she's on the phone. So, uh, <laughs> uh, all right. So, Shannon, that's funny. We're about to go to her, and she's on the phone. All right. So, we'll we'll do me for next. Uh, my name is Kente, of course. Uh, you can get me at Kente F on Twitter. Kente Ferguson, F E R G E R S O N, at Gmail. I'm sorry, at uh, Instagram, and the website is indyradio.org. That's i n d y radio.org. And I guess I'll speak for Shannon. You can get her at Shannon Ford Jefferson. That's uh, she. That's everywhere, I believe. She's at Shannon Ford Jefferson, and uh, we. I'm gonna stream at some point this week. Uh, be on the lookout for a project that me and Dr. Vibe is doing, and then me and Ryan's gonna be doing something as well. And I want to give a shout out to the other streamers in the chat room. We have um, oh, um, someone else who I had a chance to meet in Atlanta. Marisol is in the chat room and she streams, uh, I think two or three times a week. Please correct me. Uh, she sells jewelry on her streams as well. Uh, she does a fabulous job three times a week, right? She's awesome. Of course, Carlos Phoenix, who has a great show. I go on there and I, I'm the wild card. I like to say, cause I talk a lot of junk. And uh, I, I always make a, I always give him a, a hard time, but he's a, he's a good dude. And Ryan as well. I, I like to go and mess up his show every chance I get. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, uh, but big shout out to those guys. Those guys are awesome um, streamers as well. And uh, Shannon, uh, I want. How can we get you? Um, I'm gonna be like Stephanie. I too am single. Um, yeah, and I, I'm inappropriate in 2020. Give my disclaimer. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook at Shannon Ford, like the president, hyphen Jefferson, like the president. My um, ET page drops tomorrow. All those inappropriate things and oops product lines coming out. So get you a Saint or an Ain't t-shirt because we're about to drop on my hotcakes. Um, website will be up next Monday. And I'm going to keep working on my Sunday lives. That's all I do, boo. What you got? How can we follow you? Oh, I we I did myself, so. Okay, well, great. Y'all yeah. have a wonderful evening. Peace. Join us after the party. Hey.